Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome back to Law of Attraction Change My Life. I'm Francesca and I am a little sleep deprived, I will not lie, but something exciting has happened this week. The babies are five weeks old and for the first time in the longest of times, I feel really energized. I feel like I'm getting back to normal and I feel really excited for the future. I think Obviously, this has been a fucking shit show of a year for everybody. But for me, I feel like my goal, something that I really wanted to achieve for Bohemia was for her to have a sister. And my family didn't feel complete. And it just felt it was something that was on the forefront of my mind at all times. And now that the girls are here, they're healthy, they're good, everything's great. I finally feel like, wow, I can start to focus once again. I mean, 
don't get me wrong, I'm not naive. I have two newborns. I'm not really going to be able to focus on anything else <laughs> for quite some time. But in my mind, in my pure bandwidth of my mind, I can start to just enjoy life again and just kind of focus on like building my business again and building my my goals for the future and how I want life to be for everyone. And so that is really exciting because to be honest, for the last six to nine months, I've just been focusing on survival. Survival, can I get through the day? I'm exhausted, everything hurts. And so to feel back to somewhat normal is very exciting for me. So today we are talking about how your vibe attracts your tribe and how you can attract relationships into your life that are high vibe friendships and high vibe connections. So the best thing about the law of attraction is, yes, you can attract stuff. You can attract money or you can attract a house. You can attract whatever. But I think truly the best thing about it is that you can attract great people to share your life with. So lots of people ask me, all the fucking time about attracting a soulmate. And I assume that the majority of people are talking about attracting a husband or a wife and they want to find true love. But let's not forget, because some people are single and they're quite happy with it, or some people are single and they're not happy with it. But nevertheless, it's not all about having just a partner. It's also about attracting friends into your life who you get to share all of your experiences with and live life with. Friends are not to be underestimated. And some of us might find as we grow up and that we grow uh, through self-development and stuff that you outgrow some of your friendships or maybe some of your friends outgrow you. It might not always be the other way around. Um, and you might find yourself being like, hmm, I actually don't feel like I have that many friendships in my life anymore that uh, resonate with how I'm feeling. I don't, they're not high vibe. Do you know what I mean? So I thought I'd tell you a little story about something that happened to me years ago. So I was going to do a whole podcast episode on this, but I think it might be a bit weird. But basically, I like to get Law of Attraction tattoos. Um, I've done this quite a few times now, and every single time it has worked. So years and years and years ago, I used to live in Camden with... Um, with like four housemates. And one of them was a guy called Caleb. He was Australian. And we became really, really, really good friends. Um, we would travel to Australia together. Like, I think I've been out to see him two, three times. Um, in London, we would just drink copious amounts of vodka and go to GAY and have the best time of our lives. We were just very, very good friends. And he, unfortunately, not for him, but for me, he moved to Australia permanently and he was the other fucking side of the world. And so I remember feeling really sad and feeling a real loss from that because also we used to go out like every weekend. So all of a sudden when that friendship goes, you're like, oh shit. Um, and I really wanted to replace that friendship, not replace, sorry, that is the wrong word, but I wanted to have a friendship like that. Um, I am a natural introvert and sometimes being around people can really exhaust me. So <laughs> if I'm feeling like stressed or a bit down, some people might be like, oh, get your friend around, you'll feel so much better. But I often am better just recovering on my own because yeah, people can exhaust me. And it's very, very rare for me to find people that don't exhaust me and I can be completely comfortable in their company and all that jazz. And that's how I felt with him. And so I wanted to find that same love and that same friendship again. 
And so I went ahead and got a tattoo <laughs> of, um, I can't remember what, basically it's the platonic word for love. And I can't remember what that word is now because I had it um, written in Arabic in red on the back of my neck. I fucking love it. It's my favorite tattoo. Until my sister told me it looks like a man wanking in bed. I'll put a picture of it on my Instagram if you want some lols. Um, it's at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. Or maybe I'll put it on my personal one, Francesca Amber, because yeah, if people don't listen to the podcast, I might be like, what the fuck is this? Um, but yeah, I had the platonic word for love tattooed on the back of my neck. And my intention with that tattoo was that I would find another friendship that felt the way that I did um, with that one. Two weeks later, two weeks later, I went to a party with my ex-husband for his friend Justin. And the party was all well and good. It was fun. We were day drinking. It was pretty messy. And all of a sudden, this guy comes into the bar. And I will remember this feeling for the rest of my life. I mean, I was quite high. But also, regardless of that, I met many people that day and I did not feel this way. He walked in and I went straight over to him and I was like, I think you're my son from a pre- <laughs> I think you're my son from a previous life. I was very high, okay? I used to hang out with a lot of gay guys and they love their drugs. <laughs> but uh, he, I was like, yeah, I feel like you are my son from a previous life. I just feel like I've known you forever. And I think I love you. And he was like, okay. Um, in fact, I should ask my friend John what he actually did think when I said that, because I think he was stone cold sober. So he might have been like, who's this bitch? But either way, he entertained it. And we sat and talked for hours and hours and hours. We then went out and we added each other on Facebook as you do. The next day, he posts on Facebook. Um, and I feel like at a lot of these parties, you meet people and you're like, oh my God, we get on so well. And then you never meet up again. You're like, oh, okay. I was just very drunk or whatever. The next day he posts on Facebook and he's like, um, I'm in London and does anyone want to go bowling and karaoke? <laughs> it's a very specific request. And I, this is not like me. I never do this, but I just responded and I was like, uh, yes, I love karaoke. I'll come. It turns out that nobody else had responded to that request, which baffles me because John is one of the funniest people I fucking know. And so he messaged me and he was like, oh, my cousin Kay is going to come with us. And I was like, oh, who's this bitch? I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, it's just going to be the three of us. So I jump on a tube and I go and meet him and his cousin. And it turns out that she is just as much of a fucking legend as he is. And I feel exactly the same way about her as I do John. I'm just like, these two people are my soul sisters. We go to karaoke. We do bowling. We get blackout drunk. We have the time of our lives. And we continue to have the time of our lives for like the next week. We go to Notting Hill Carnival. We do all this like stuff. So anyway, he, one day he's like, oh, it's such a shame that I only just met you because I've been in London for months, but I'm actually leaving to travel around Europe in like 10 days time. Um, and he's like, why don't you come? So there I am. I'd only just been married. Oh, it was coming up to my first wedding anniversary. I had only been married like a few months I had my business to run, everything else. And I do have to give credit to my ex-husband where credit is due. He was like, go. <laughs> With hindsight, 
maybe he was just like, get the fuck out my house. <laughs> but he was like really supportive and he was like, go, 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 go. And so I decided to go traveling around Europe for six weeks with these two strangers who I had only met like a maximum five days previous. And I was quite anxious and nervous about it because like I said, I am, I am quite an introvert and being around people all the time, it does fucking exhaust me. And going on holiday with someone, just a regular holiday, let alone backpacking around fucking Europe for six weeks can be quite stressful. And that's quite nerve wracking going with people that you've just met. But let me tell you, I did not need to be nervous. We had the time of our lives. We never argued once. In fact, I don't think I've ever argued with them in all the years I've known them. And I am quite a sleepy person. I'm quite anemic. I need fucking iron. And I do like napping. And that was making me a little bit nervous because I feel like what, like if you go on holiday with someone where your energy levels are different, oh, that can be tricky. We literally land in Paris. And one of the first things that John says is, should we have a nap in the Luxembourg gardens? He's like, let's have a nap. I was like, oh Lord, you were sent to me from heaven. And anyway, that was many, many years ago, um, maybe like six, seven years ago. And despite John now also living in fucking Australia and Kay living back in New York, we're all on different continents, but we are the best of friends. And they truly, truly enrich my life beyond measure. Um, something that I've never had in my life before meeting them was I never really had friends to properly travel with. Um, I kind of do holidays and stuff, but I never really had friends that wanted to go and have crazy adventures. And they have added that to my life. They've given me the gift of that. We, every single year, I mean, I go to New Jersey most years to, to meet up with them, but also I've been to Australia with them. We've been to New Orleans. We've been to fucking, um, where's that place where they make the wine? Napa Valley. Like we've, we travel, we travel all over and we have the time of our lives. And I'm so, so thankful to have them in my life. Shout out to Kay. She got married on the weekend, but thanks to fucking COVID, your girl couldn't be there. But anyway, I just wanted to share that little story because I really set an intention I maybe, oh, do you know what? I have a lot of realizations while I'm recording this. Maybe I set my intention too strong because I wanted someone just like Caleb, like the same kind of friendship. And John also ends up moving to Australia. So maybe, maybe my powers are too strong, man. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that is just something I wanted to show you that I set an intention. I went and did a physical action. I had a tattoo on my goddamn body to say, I am welcoming this friendship into my life. And it's here. I have it. And I'm so, so thankful. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. But also how I feel about that friendship, how it's so easy 
It doesn't exhaust me. In fact, it energizes me. That has happened to me so many times since, I guess, since I changed my life, I got divorced. And when I say I got divorced, I'm not saying that my ex-husband was horrible and, and, and made me a horrible person and everything was his fault. It's definitely about the person I became when I was married and how unhappy I was and how much I wasn't loving and accepting myself. As soon as I made that decision that I needed to have a better life for myself and that I loved myself too much to be in an unhappy relationship, I started to attract all of these people into my life that I also feel that way about. And so that leads me on to, I was listening to a podcast, Hal Elrod's podcast. I absolutely love it. I think it's called The Key to Success. I don't know what it's called, but if you just look up Hal Elrod, you will find it. He did an episode with a lady called Alana Pratt, and she is an intimacy expert. And the episode that you're going to want to find is called Intimacy Affects Every Area of Our Life, or How Intimacy Affects Every Area of Our Life. And you might think he found this woman on a couple's retreat. And you might think, oh, intimacy is this just about relationships and sex. It's not. It's about how intimacy can affect how you parent, how you run your business, how you have friendships, and most of all, your intimacy with yourself. So instead of trying to regurgitate everything that she says, I really recommend listening to that podcast because it's basically all about being 100% authentically yourself and about how if you truly love and accept yourself and you can be intimate with yourself, you you can accept being rejected. You can accept, I don't even think I can put it into words, but the way that she describes it, it makes a lot of, it makes a lot of sense. Basically, what she's talking about is you can have bad things happen in life. You can have rejections. You can have sad times and you can accept them and not just push them away and reject them. You can accept them and still have your self-worth. Your self-worth is so strong and is reliant only on you. So if somebody else rejects you or somebody else says something horrible about you, you don't give your power away to that person. You don't suddenly feel like a shit person because of what they've said. Once you can achieve that, you are unstoppable. Um, So I really recommend going and listening to that podcast. And something else she said was that you shouldn't rely on um, criticism and rejection to fuel you in your motivation. And that hit home with me because that is 100% something I do. I like someone to be horrible to me and to criticize me and say, you can't do that. You're not good enough. And then I'm like, I will fucking show you. So when she said that, I was like, do you know what? Maybe I need to listen to this woman. Maybe there's stuff I can learn. And so she has her own podcast, actually. So I'm going to look that up too. But what she says about if you have such a strong self-worth and such a strong self-esteem, you will attract people to you because there's kind of nothing to lose. You're not scared because if they don't like you, that's fine. We're not on the same vibration. It's all good. And that is something that I have really noticed in my own life. I met um, a guy called James, who is actually friends with my friend John. He came out for a couple of weeks of our travel. And during our travels, I mean, everyone got on, but we didn't massively vibe. He's a very, very happy person, very outgoing. And at the time, I was going through quite a difficult, I'd say the first year of my marriage was probably the most difficult year. And I was having this deep sadness and these deep doubts inside. And we'd never really... uh we didn't really vibe together that much. 
A few years later, I see James again. By now, I'm back living in London. I'm divorced. I'm single. I'm living my best life. And you know what? We got on so, so well, so much so that we actually arranged to meet up a few times after. We went to the Attitude Awards together. We did a couple of things together and it was really fun. And it just goes to show how sometimes it's not the actual people, it's how you're showing up for them. So James was the same person. But when I met him a couple of years previously, I wasn't loving myself. I wasn't you know, I was having internal struggles and I couldn't show up in the right way to match his frequency and to connect and to be friends. But now I can. So Tony Robbins has a YouTube video called um, Select and Connect, How to Create the Ultimate Relationship. Now, this is about finding an absolute soulmate, somebody who is going to be your one and everything. But I think that a lot of the stuff that he teaches in this video, you can also apply it to having really high vibrational friendships in your life. So he says that the two skills that we must develop in order to have high vibrational relationships is to select and to connect. So a lot of us are not consciously selecting people. Um, And I think with friends, you can let a lot more go than you would with a life partner. I mean, I would have a friend that was a Tory, for example, (laughs) Um, or that votes for Donald Trump. My auntie, she's not my real auntie, but there's a lady who is not my auntie called Linda in LA. And I love the bones of that woman. She is amazing, but she votes for Trump. But I can look past that. And that is on a list of, I can let that slide. But with a partner, with a life partner, I don't think I could let that shit slide. By the way, have you seen Jeremy Corbyn has been suspended? Hashtag fuming, absolutely fuming. Anyway, if you're not from the UK, you won't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But what he talks about is that you have to develop these two skills to select and to connect. And we have a lot of problems with selection. We ignore red flags. We ignore things that we're like, oh, but we've come so far. I've been on five dates with them. I really like them. I'll just ignore it. So what he recommends is to make a list when you are trying to attract a new relationship into your life. What are your must-haves and what are your must-not-haves? And then number three is what type of person do I need to be to attract that? So you write these lists And when somebody shows up in your life and they have something about them that is on your must not have list, you can look at that list that you made in the cold light of day and think, nah, nah, I ain't going down this road again. This person is not for me. We're on different vibrations. I wish you well and I'm going to send you on your way. Um, And number three, the whole type of person that I need to attract that kind of person. I love that. I love that. You have to show up to create these friendships in your life. You need to look at yourself really critically and be like, what kind of person do I need to be in order to attract these amazing people that I want in my life? Decide your vision for what you want in a relationship. Just like anything else, when you're trying to manifest anything, you really need to decide what is your vision for what you want. You can't hit a target that you can't see. And so not just about that person, not how you want them to look or where you want them to live or whatever, but also what it brings to your life. What kind of shared experiences do you want to have? So I recently moved to a new city. Well, I'm in a village just outside of the city. Um, I moved from London back in December. uh, And then I'd lived here, what, eight, 10 weeks and lockdown happened. So it's been a bit of a strange year for being the first year living somewhere new. But 
I've realised that what I really want is a really, really local mum friend. And I remember I actually put that on my um, my goal list for maybe a year or two ago was I really, really want a solid, solid friend up here in Lincolnshire. And I actually think I found that. My friend Susie, we met at like baby massage when our babies were, well, babies and now they're four. And just in the last year or so, she has become a really solid person that you just get that feeling of when she calls me, I feel like I can just talk for forever. We talk about everything. I feel like I don't have to hold anything back from her. She's not going to judge me. She comes and brings McDonald's to my house and she just sits and talks for like four or five hours and our children absolutely ransack my house. And it's glorious. And I'm so, so lucky to have found that. But something that I'm going to be actively manifesting now um, is that I really want to find somebody really local that lives in my village and preferably someone that has twins. I would love a twin mum friend. And so I did this three-step process that I'm going to come on to in a second. And guess what happened? I found somebody. So I put something on Facebook about are there any baby groups and stuff like that? And this lady crops up that lives on the next freaking street to me in my village. And she had twins a month before me. I mean, come off it. And also my other friend Susie told me that she kind of knows her or she knows someone who knows her and she seems like a proper solid girl. So I'm meeting her tomorrow to go for a walk around the village with our prams. I'm very excited. You have to put yourself out there. You have to throw yourself out there. And it's easy to do when you've got a new baby or you've got a something. You've got years ago, I met my friend Joyce because we both had chihuahuas and we went to like some weird chihuahua group. If you've got like an item, like something that is a a cause to connect, then it's obviously a lot easier. So that is what I'm trying to manifest into my life at the moment. We recently had um, my childhood neighbours come up and visit me, my mum, my sister, Auntie Sue and her daughter Tiffany. And my memories, they lived next door, but one to us. We'd go on family holidays together. They were just a part of the furniture. They were a part of our lives and they're forever a part of my childhood. And my memories of that are nothing but fond. Like, I love those memories. Me and my sister both do. It was that feeling of just having people nearby. And I want that for my children. I really want that friend who is on the next street and will just pop in and is just a part of your life. Not, oh, should we arrange to meet up in two weeks time for lunch? No, they just come in your back door. Oh, not, <laughs> not, not in that way. They just, yeah, they just leave your back door open <laughs> and they'll just come on in. Um, that is exactly what I'm trying to manifest. So do you know what? I'll let you know how it goes. I'm meeting her tomorrow and I'm very excited. We shall see how it goes. She might be a dick, don't know. Um, anyway, so these are the three steps that I saw on another YouTube video. I wish I could remember the name of the person, but I can't. Um, so number one is to focus on the relationships and friendships that you have now and to find all of the positives about them. So like I say, focus on what you already have in order to have more. So look at all of your existing friendships and truly list up especially problematic friendships. It's good to, even if you decide at the end to let those people go, um, to actually focus on the good points of them. Oh, and that is another point on the whole decluttering thing. It is important to clear out people that you are no longer, 
you're no longer serving each other. You're growing apart, but you feel like you have an obligation to see each other. Only by clearing those people out and creating space will new people come into your life. So number two is create an experience list. So not just like we're saying earlier, not just the qualities you want that person to have or the kind of person you want them to be, but what you want to get out of this relationship. So it could be that you love playing golf or tennis, something that needs two people. But you have no one to go with. No one in your life likes fucking tennis. So you might want to find somebody who loves tennis and you can be tennis buddies or somebody that wants to do yoga or someone that wants to travel or like me, a bit of a parenting team, like a mum friend where you're like, let's meet up, let the children play and we will eat McDonald's and talk about Tinder. Like that might be what you want. List that. List the experiences that you want. And the easiest way to do this is to create an affirmation with an emotion and an action in the present tense. So for me, it would be, I am so happy now I have a friend in the village who loves to share my parenting experiences with me. See what I'm saying? That's all you've got to do. And number three is, we've already spoken about this, is to be your authentic self. Make a list of what you bring to the table and what you appreciate about yourself and why you are a good friend, partner, business partner, colleague, whatever it may be. What is it about you? And truly, this is an inside job. As with anything, you have to be 100% on your self-love and your self-worth in order to attract these people into your life. And like I say, I've got experience of this. The whole period that I was married, my friendships were pretty wank. They were, no, not all of them, obviously, but a lot of them were a little bit shitty. And it truly reflects how I was feeling during that stage of my life. And obviously, we all have mainstays. I have a friend called Sophia and another called Jen, who I've been friends with since I was like three or four. There's some people that are just there in the background your whole life and they're amazing. But a lot of friendships during that period of my life were a little bit shitty and reflective of the mood that was going on inside my head. And when I look at now, and I'm very lucky because part of my job is some of my friends, my friend Polly was my client and my friend Emma was my client actually, to get to have a person come in and lay down on a bed and you do their lashes for an hour and a half every two weeks or whatever, you get to know that person and you get to talk so much. And I'm so lucky that I have the kind of job where I can actually make friends from my job. It's incredible. But when I look around at the people now that I have in my life, they truly accept me for who I am. They love me for who I am. I love them for who they are. And it's they're just all high vibe. They truly are. Jack Canfield says, the people in your life are either anchors or motors. They're either holding you down or they're pushing you forward and you want to find the motors. Let's get rid of some anchors and have more motors. Um, And let's remember this amazing quote, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Remember that. I've seen people metamorphosize into the people that they live with or the partner that they're with. It's terrifying. It happens. Be careful who you spend your energy and your time on and upscale it, up level it. Why not? Even if you look around now and you think I have great friends, you could have better relationships with those existing people. You could have 
a person that fills a little hole in your life that you didn't even know was there. It could be someone who loves true crime and will come to random true crime podcast shows with you. Who knows? I don't know what you're looking for, but I know what I'm looking for. I am looking for a very, very local mum friend. So I'm going to let you know how that goes. Um, anyway, oh, 29 minutes, 30 minutes, actually. Um, we've come to the end and those babies, I can hear them beginning to stir. And so I'm going to have to go and see to them in a minute. Um, they are doing wonderfully, by the way. Thank you so much to everyone who asks on my Instagram all the time how they are. Um, I love sharing my journey of motherhood with you. And I know so many people love it as well because I get so many DMs saying it and it's so nice. I do love to share them because they're just beautiful. They are beautiful. Um, Reva is very demanding. She... She requires literally double, double anything that Laveau gets. She requires double the cuddles, double the contact. But I am an attachment parent and I do love that shit. So I'm not complaining. Uh, If you want to support the podcast, the best thing you can do is to subscribe. Subscribe, rate and review. I think I've got over 300 um, reviews now and that is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much to everybody who's taken the time to leave me a review. And of course, share it. Share it on your stories. Share it with your friends. Thank you so much to everyone who shares it. I am truly thankful. Um, If you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. Or if you want to see multiple pictures of multiple babies, potentially in matching outfits. I mean, I did put a picture on this week of them in matching pink turbans and I couldn't cope. If you're in for that, I'm at Francesca Amber. Um, What else can you do? Oh, you know about my mask. You guys are sick of hearing about my fucking mask. You guys ain't bothered. That's fine. I'll still leave the link for it down below in the show notes. You never know. You might want one. Um, And I think that's it. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you got some value from it. I know I did. It's reminded me of what I need to do. Um, And so I'm going to do that. I'm going to do the little three-step process. I'm going to decide what my vision is for what I want in my relationships in my life. Not just the relationship, but relationships with your parents, relationships with your siblings, relationships with everyone. And that whole step three of focus on the kind of person you need to be, I'm very aware. My sister is the best sister to me in the world. My gratitude for her knows no bounds. She does so much for me and she is my best friend. And I want to show up more. I want to be a better sister for her. And so doing these three steps, um, it will help you in that. So it's not always the other people's fault. You don't always have shit friends. Sometimes you're just showing up as a shit person and they're showing you the worst side of themselves. I hope that makes sense. Anyway, this is the end of the podcast. I'm going. I've got to be milked. I've got to feed two babies and then probably change nappies and then feed them again because they like to be fed twice in very short space of time. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time of the week is. <laughs> oh, shout out to anyone that is raising a newborn or multiple newborns at home. I see you. I feel you. Um, Right, I'm going. I'm going to stop rambling. I'll see you next week. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. And the law of attraction has changed my life and it's going to change yours too. I'll see you next week. Bye. 
What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.